Coming up, a special show you don't want to miss. Now hit my theme music. It's time to tap, because the Angle Podcast starts right now. What's up, Angle fans? Joey Carney here. I'm here with a special, special guest, the outlandish, the must-see. There's so many. Uh, You know what? You know what? Stop. Stop right there. I got this right here, ladies and gentlemen. The Angle proudly presents the world's most talked about pro wrestling sensation ever, the NWA world must-see television champion, outlandish Zicky Dice. Zicky, you're live on the Angle. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Awesome, man. Couldn't have done it better myself. Hey, how's uh paid to do? Exactly. <laughs> how's quarantine life? How's everything uh, going for you with this pandemic? Zicky Dice is getting a little stir crazy, okay? But that doesn't mean that the hustle has stopped. So what I've been doing, I'm glad that you asked, is I've recently partnered with Twitch. So I, if you haven't already got enough Zicky Dice on your television, I'm bringing you all Zicky Dice TV. And you can get that at twitch.tv slash Zicky Dice. Um, I've been working on that nonstop. I'm looking to get my first stream going up here in June. And I've got a bunch of wild outlandish show, shows planned. And I'm looking to t- take over the internet. I, it wasn't until about a few weeks ago I actually found out what the internet was. Um, you know, being a time traveler from... 1984 it's it's difficult to figure out but i'm getting there i'm getting you'll get there i'm sure you'll get there especially with all this time on your hands should have never i should have never time traveled to 2020 i'll tell you that huge (laughs) mistake (laughs) how's the how's the training uh changed with not being able to go out to the gyms and and really just daily life i know that it's been a pain in the ass to be honest believe it or not um i was doing Sean T's insanity workout videos, something to follow along to at home. Um, a lot of body weight stuff, a lot of running, a lot more walking the dog. And I miss, I miss the gym very, very much. Uh, I was driving an hour North for a little bit, um, at one of the training facilities here, um, at gold rush in the Bay area. And, um, was able to get some ring time in and, uh, they had a little bit of weights, which is cool, but, uh, um, decided to kind of, linger around the house a little bit and uh stay safe a little longer awesome awesome yeah i'm uh i'm actually in from the the new york area but right now i'm in florida so uh trying to enjoy that weather enjoy you know some uh some downtime while we can (laughs) absolutely absolutely so what of uh i mean mean, you're one of the most interesting characters today i mean there's really no one that's like ziggy dice no one that really moves talks true presents himself like ziggy dice and you have an interesting backstory. I mean, you started training in what, 2015? Yes, five years ago um, to the day. And you were with, uh, with Seth Rollins, I, I believe, right? Yeah, yeah. I packed up, uh, wrapped up tour. I sing in a band called Heart to Heart. Uh, we were on tour when this uh, proposal came up, and I was acting like a jerk on stage in Nashville, Tennessee. I remember the exact night. And my buddy John James Ryan Jr., um, who I – keep up to date with my wrestling career anything cool that happens he's one of the first to know because if it wasn't for our conversation i wouldn't be here talking to you right now on this podcast um so he i was acting like a jerk he said hey i gotta talk to you at the end of the night and i thought we were getting kicked off the tour to be honest because we were uh the opening band on the, uh, the run with four years strong 
And uh, he's like, listen, dude, you need to become a professional wrestler. He's like, I think you'd be so successful in this business and you're agile, you're entertaining, you've just, you've got it. So I said, all right. So I text Seth Rollins, who I met through the music scene um, at the time before uh, his call up. And um, I said, hey, I want you to train me. And he said, ha, 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 ha. Are you serious? I said, I'm going to be better than you are one day. So he said, I'll see you May 1st. So I packed everything up. And five years ago, I had just started training at, at the third class of the Black and Brave Wrestling Academy. And, um, yeah, I had my first match in August of 2015 and been making waves ever since. Wow. What was the, the overall like experience? What did you value most? I mean, you were with Seth Rollins before that huge call up and now where he is today. What did, what did you get most out of, out of really learning from him? Well, uh, I broke into the business a little later than, uh, I had wanted to, but be, eh, not that I regret or anything because I took the music route first. And I wouldn't trade those times or memories for anything. It's, it's you know, it's helped create the man you see here. Um, but what was very cool about it is I actually live two blocks away from Levi Stadium as we speak right now. And I was at WrestleMania 31 when um, he cashed in. And it was two weeks later that I moved to train um, with him. So I was one of 12 to be trained by a current WWE champion. So there's not many people that can say that. And and I literally sold everything I had. I put everything I had into this. And he'll tell you himself, he thought I was going to bullshit my way through this from coming through the music background and whatnot. But um, I didn't take no for an answer. And I proved him wrong. And I continued to prove everybody else wrong. So I, I went in and I just listened and I observed. And, uh, you know, he's, uh, we can argue about it if you want. But in my opinion, one of the best in the world. Oh, 100%. 100%. And, uh, and I wanted uh, that on my resume. So that's that's unique to have on the resume and it's also like a really big factor so that's i don't know to me that's that's really really impressive that you were able to do that and learn so much and look where you are today i mean absolutely and then from there you know i went to ring of honor uh had a trial and seminar and i was told no from there i went to uh they opened up the new japan la dojo i went there and i was in the ring with shibata and i rolled around with okada um so there's you know i've gotten my little championship roll arounds you know what i'm saying I've got a little hands on there and uh and that's why and that's why i'm holding tv gold now um but it's been a a, a learning process and i didn't want to take no for an answer and i want the absolute best under my under my belt and so hey this is my resume boom this is what i have to offer and like you said in my five years of traveling and working the indies and and being on the grind um i just observed everything and i said what's going to make me different what's going to make and then and, and uh outlander sticky dice was was born wow so uh, back to what you were saying about the music i know you're in, in heart to heart and by the way unstoppable great i love the song video it's really awesome you guys are signed to a label uh before before you were uh in wrestling or during wrestling what was uh, all of the above. We before uh, Heart to Heart started in 2009. Um, we signed to Anchor 84 Records with two releases there, an EP and a full length. And then from there, we signed to Pure Noise Records, and um, then we kind of took a hiatus, if you will, so uh, I can go and train and become a professional wrestler. And then uh, recently, this past Valentine's Day, uh, released um, Heartbreaker on Invogue Records. So uh, we're currently in uh, signed with Invogue Records at the moment. Very nice. And growing up, were you a fan of, of the business or were we ever exposed to it or was it just? Oh, like absolutely. I grew up in a wrestling household. My older brother and my dad got me into professional wrestling okay. and uh, that from there got me into freestyling Greco-Roman wrestling. So I wrestled from ages five up to my sophomore year. 
Um, I was pretty damn good. National, two-time national champion, Greco-Roman, uh, freestyle, Sambo. Um, and then uh, my, my father had passed away, and that's when I found punk rock and hardcore and got into the music scene. And then, um, it was, and then, like I said earlier, music brought me back around. And here we are, same circus, different game. Awesome. I was actually talking to uh, Ace Austin, I think, two or three days ago. And he was talking about how he went from parkour and, and skateboarding and theater, and it really all kind of led him to wrestling. Could you say the same about music, being the front man, having the charisma on stage and all that stuff really? Oh, absolutely. I, I, it, gave me a head, it, it gave me a head start coming into the business, you know, from the way I talk to promoters and the way I order my merchandise and the way I interact with the crowd and the way I just connect. Um, yeah, some come, comes a little bit natural, but I've, I've, able, I've been able to master that um, over music and, and now with wrestling. So, um, I mean, all roads led to right here, right now. So of course, how was, uh, cause I know you were, you were traveling the independent scene. How did you develop the character outlandish Zicky dice? How did that mindset really say, okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to, you know, we're going to be the eighties character. How, how did all that really develop? Uh, well, it didn't always uh, start out this way. I wish I could, we could like bring up a picture of like my first match. I uh, came out like I was going to be this like casino pit boss type, big brown hair, big red beard, uh, chunky tattoos, you know, and that was like the generic look that everybody had. Yeah. Um, so, you know, first I, I started taking my fitness more serious and then, uh, you know, started growing out the hair and then first I shaved the beard and then I bleached the hair and then I pierced my ear. And then um, I started just, what's going to make me different? What do I love about wrestling? What do I love about myself? What are my strong suits? And, and, what, and what can I offer to the table? What can I bring that's different? And to be honest with you, what you see right now is, is what I've been doing for the last two and a half years. Is just now I've got the attention. Now, pe <laughs> now people are seeing it in the masses. And uh, I got sick and tired of, oh, you're a star. You're this. You're this. I had WWE tryouts. And, and they were like, oh, my God, you're a star. And you're fanny pack and this and that. And it, I, I was sick and tired of hearing it hearing it i'm about it i want to be about it uh, and uh like i said i refuse to take no for an answer uh, you tell me no i'm gonna prove you wrong that's what i do best and uh and i'm like i said doing it daily and outlandish zicky dice just keeps revolving and revolving i'm not afraid to try new things i'm not afraid to do things that other people won't i'm not afraid to say things um i could really give two shits less and that's when i started having the most fun with outlandish sticky dice so what you see is me um it, like someone asked like what is my inspiration but it's it's my life it's my 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 past my trauma what i see what i what i expect the way i want to entertain the way i want to deliver that it's all thrown into a pot and mixed around and then that's what you get of course and you can see through your music videos over time the transformation that uh, you know of that period where, where you were talking about before with the beard Absolutely. and the hair and to where you are today and it's it's really just it, it's crazy to see that the whole transformation and to see the character today how popular i mean you came onto nwa and within weeks you would just it was just oh you know wow. let's go let's go ahead and talk about that for a second why don't we talk about that um because it's an interesting story okay uh i'm gonna go ahead and shoot the shit with you straight just like it was i almost threw in the towel i wrestled djz who is now joaquin wild on nxt um I wrestled him and I got fed up. I was out of town. I was sick and tired and I almost quit that night. I was like, you know what? I don't know what else to do. I've had my tryouts. I've, I've flown myself here. I'm not getting responses from emails. And uh, I, I've been touring and playing music and in, in, in the gig life for a while, right? But I knew this is what I was destined to do and, and born to do. So I, I kept pushing for a little bit longer and I pushed harder. 
and I got in my car load. We were working championship wrestling from Hollywood. I, uh, I've been working on and off there for three years and never once was able to cut a promo, never once a backstage segment, nothing live. And I never complained about it because I knew when my time would come, I would over deliver and, and that would be that. Um, so our car load started talking pretty heavy about, you know, what I'm talking about now and we don't know what else to do and, and how are we going to get the attention and yada, yada, yada. And we get to the show a little early and they're looking to film some promos. And I, I was standing right there and they said, Hey, Zeke, you're here early. Why don't, why don't you get dressed and uh, cut a promo? I said, okay. I went up there, I said seven words and I was immediately pulled around the corner. Someone's like, Zeke, come here. Excuse me. Flair. My dog, Rick Flair <laughs> likes the story. Um, so I get pulled around the corner and there's David Lagana and Billy Corgan and Billy Corgan grabs my hand and he's like, Whoa, look at you, your hair, your earring, your fanny pack. He's like, what are you doing December 14th? And I sat there, I was like, that date sounds familiar in my head. I was like, Oh, me and my fiance just planned a snow trip. I was like, absolutely nothing. I'm completely free. <laughs> and he said, well, how would you like to work with, uh, for myself in the NWA? And I said, I'd absolutely love that. And he said, okay, David Logano will reach out to you on Monday. I said, okay. So, uh, we made the plans. I went to the first, uh, taping. I was there for the, uh, the pay-per-view and I, I was debuting the next day on season two. And, uh, Lagana had let me know like, Hey, um, uh, are you having a good time here? I said, yes. He said, okay, well, uh, just to let you know, uh, we got you on this set of tapings and the next, and, uh, you know, we'll go from there and see if we can find a spot for you. And I said, okay, absolutely. And I watched my first match back. And this is what I absolutely love about my NWA debut is they're completely silent when I walk out. And if you watch the last match right before this pandemic went down, just the reaction I get just from walking out of the curtain. Um, I had one of the producers, Billy Trask. I don't know if I'm going to get him in trouble for saying this, but he sent me a raw clip of the audio. They had to turn the audio down from the amount of booze and reaction that I was getting from the crowd. So you can actually hear commentary. And that's when I was like, baby, baby. Yeah. And then the rest is history. And it was uh, just a few moments later that I had, I pinned Ricky Starks and had to keep my mouth shut about it for three months. <laughs> I know that, that, that taping whole, the whole aspect of the taping must drive guys like you crazy. I mean, you can't say anything. You can't do You can't. Oh really dude. And then the title Victor uh, episode was pushed back because they added some stuff in between. And I was like, Oh dude, I need, I need this. And then boom, there it was. And, uh, and not to mention, I hold, a title that has so much history and lineage behind it. And, and let me ask everybody watching now, let me ask you while we're here right now, what, what happened to everybody that held that title after? What? Oh, mega stardom. That's exactly what happened. So uh, history tends to repeat itself and I, I can't break the trend now. We all know what's coming next. And now the NWA has graced me with the lucky seven rule. And because of this pandemic, I want to prove what kind of fighting champion I am and defend my title seven times in one night when power comes back. So then I can get my hands on what I call the 10 pounds of pink. Gotcha. And, and, and the rest is history. Who knows what I'll do after that? Whatever I want. Whatever no, I want. And that, that title, I mean, NWA in general – it's so unique compared to all the other options that are out there today. Uh, I believe it's more promo based, of course, the wrestling, but majority of it is that promo, the mic skills to really get yourself over. There's no music. There's no, you know, bells and whistles. It's just, this is who I am. And it's really, and it fits you perfectly. Thank you. Thank fits you. you perfectly. What about uh, NWA is like, is your favorite uh, aspect opposed to other options, I guess. 
Oh man, the crowd for one, you know, like I said, we film a whole season in a weekend and they are there every single episode. Like some of the, like, for instance, uh, my match with uh, Ricky Starks and Matt Cross, uh, I, I pin Ricky Starks and then go in the back and we're filming Ricky Starks versus Zicky Dice uh, next show right, right off the bat. Wow. You know, so what you see is literally within 15, 20, 30 minutes. Um, and, but you would never notice because the crowd is there the whole time and energetic, like, yeah. and uh, just the vibe of GPB studios and being in there and, and uh, the blue apron and the yellow. I love it all. Like I still got yellow on my white boots and I, I love looking at it when I pull it out from that match, you know, and uh, it's a little stuff like that. So before uh, the title match and the taping day, I, I, I made sure to put my phone away and just go and sit in the studio while it's empty and just, soak it all in you know um yeah so of course and uh, i got i got to mention the fanny pack everyone's talking ah. about there's, n- there's not a lot of people in this business who can actually get a prop over i was just <laughs> gonna say name it's, someone it's, else that can get a fanny pack as famous as zicky dice exactly and being worth sixteen thousand dollars i mean and and not to mention i love the sixteen thousand dollar thing became a thing because that whole that all came off the top of my head right then and there. Actually, I, I, didn't, I don't even know what the hell he was talking about. I just took over and, and, and came up with the, the, the dice is right. Wow. And, and, uh, and now we got the $16,000 fanny pack is, is a thing. It's, it's everywhere. It's always asked about. It's, it's, I, I'm not wearing it at the moment. I'm about to yeah. work out as soon as this interview is over. But it's usually always by my side. Wow. And I see uh, – I, I, I don't know if it's on your website or – it's on the ah, end of it's selling the, the, the at zickydice.com. We are selling $16,000 fanny packs. But if you head over there right now, I'm going to go ahead and give you the promo code outlandish, which gives you an outlandish discount. I think it's almost $15,000 plus in savings. Wow. Yeah. Get it. Gotta get it. <laughs> I'm a businessman. Uh, so, social media right now, I mean, is prized possess- possession for wrestlers or, you know, for this business in general right now, especially with the pandemic and everything. Um, the content you put out, I mean, you can't even, there's nothing you can compare to it. It's crazy. The videos, the tweets, it's just z- the Zicky Dice package is, is all. Uh, I've been saying, I've been star, selling man. it for star. years. Been, thank you. I've been selling it for years and I really strive to put out the top notch and, and the best. And you can only imagine what I'm bringing to Twitch. And I wish you could see some of these notes I have written down. If you were to, if you were to look at these, you would, you would think I was, I was Metzl. You would think I was mental because some of these ideas written down are like, dude, who's going to do this? And you know who is? You. Me. Me. Tiger King parody was hysterical. (laughs) And and you know what? I did that. The documentary came out. I've been watching the whole thing and busted that out before everybody else did, to be fair. Yeah. I I mean, that's the way you got to capitalize on, especially with right now, everything going on. I had a Brandon Dassey shirt that came out a few years back when Making a Murderer came out when, um, (laughs) that cycled through. I'm sure we can look that up, but I I just jump on the opportunities. My brain is, uh, I got ideas flowing constantly through it. So I just grab them and go with them. Sometimes they're not the best of ideas, but I do them anyways. Of course. So really with the pandemic, how, I mean, we're talking about it now. How has uh, the social media game really uh, changed your mindset about um, on the business with everything that's going on right now, because everything is online right now. How how once again, um, well, uh, I don't know how much I can say about this, but there's a few things. Uh, I just got off a business call with NWA before this, and we've got some cool online content coming out. And 
what I strive for, like I said earlier, is to be different. You know, everyone's starting a, a podcast. Everyone's starting this. And especially now, the camera that you see me through is I, I got hustled on the street because everyone bought every also the streaming equipment out there right now. So it's what's going to make it different. Yes. And I believe this from the MySpace days, and I used to take this back with the music, is social media is the best form of promotion. It's, it's free. It's out there. And you get out of it what you put into it, right? Of course. Um, so what's going to make you different? What's going to make you stand out? What, what's going to draw uh, something with me is I, I, I have short focus. So if your video or interview doesn't draw me in within the first few seconds, you lose me. Um, so I really strive to put that in my, in the uh, creation of my content and be like, how, how am I going to get them? Uh, how am I going to keep them? What's different, you know, and how am I going to get them to go talk about their buddies uh, with this or, or share this? Um, but yeah, it's, it's crucial times right now. And, and, uh, a lot of people are on their phones and it's, uh, it's, it'd be a damn shame. And I don't think I'd be able to sleep at night if I wasn't entertaining the masses. Of course. Well, look at a star. For example, I, I spoke to him last week, Christian Cobain, you know, really making a huge impact on Twitter right now. He said in an interview I had with him that he wasn't anywhere where he was now with this whole Twitter, his Twitter success. And he actually mentioned, um, a fan asked, and one of the questions that I was talking about, he asked uh, if there was a welcome back battle royal that they can have. That one of the first names he mentioned was you. He ah. won you know, in that battle royal. Oh, so, is there really any uh, like dream opponent you you can say that you that is on your mind, or, or not even a dream match, just a match you would enjoy <sighs> most? Uh, I've got a few. Well, since it's up there, my dream match is Seth Rollins. I've said that many times before. It's student versus trainer, but there's a few guys out there. Um, I just got, uh, I don't know. There's a few guys in ring of honor. I like to whoop their ass, you know, uh, I like to get in there with, uh, the peacock, you know, a little bit and, and see what's up. See what, what Dalton castles made of. Um, there's, there's, uh, uh, the list continues, you know, um, I like, I would love to wrestle Jake something. I say that often. Uh, there's a few guys that come out of black and brave. I would like to, uh, put on the map, help, help get, get some eyes on them. Um, the list continues. I, I, I still, let me put it to you this way. I, I still have yet to wrestle in Japan, Mexico, uh, uh, Europe. Uh, and like, that's what I want to do. That's what's next for Zicky dice and whoever I cross paths with along the way. So be it. Um, any challenges accepted. It's nice that, I mean, it really wasn't around until recent years, having that option where there's a huge group of guys over here, good guys over here. Like, you can just go anywhere and there's so many options today. It's just, it's really crazy to see that. And are you, are you able to go to all those places? Just being, I mean, I know it's contract. Um, well, to be honest, I actually, I, I was holding the title without a contract. I just signed with uh, NWA uh, this past week, but it, it is a short term deal. Um, so who knows where you'll see Zicky dice pop up and, um, you never know. You never know. But I am open to it. I am very open to the idea of of taking over every single wrestling promotion in the world, if 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 need be. Yeah. Um. It's just uh, what makes sense and and what's next. And I feel that uh, I, I feel that um, it's going to be an interesting few months. And as things progress, because uh, we've got a lot of a lot of big things coming. As corny and cliche as that sounds, but I gotta I still got to prove a lot of people wrong, and I gotta I gotta grow the Zicky Dice stock. So for, man. <laughs> it's, either, it's either it's either jump in now so you can be like, hey, I was there when he said on on the Angle podcast, and be like, damn, that Zicky dude really did it. Yeah, 
Now that uh, the television title, it's uh, like you said, rich history promotes the company every week. It's on every, it's supposed to be on every week. Uh, what does it mean for you to hold that title? I know we talked about oh, man. Became superstars from that title, but to be given the title, such a short period being there, I mean, flip, you know, overnight in the NWA, in man. It's- I'll be honest with you. Uh, when I won the title, uh, I went celebrating the crowd and went to the back and I had, uh, they asked me to film a promo right off the bat and I filmed that. And then, uh, I came up to get congratulated and my lip was quivering and, uh, Kyle Davis was like, ah, Ah, he's like, you need, you need a back room for a minute. And I was like, absolutely. And I went down there for 30 minutes, fell to my knees and just broke down in tears with this title in my hand because it made all the bullshit that I've been through. Um, and not just with wrestling, but music and the grind and entertainment and, and, and wanting, and, and wanting this more than anybody else. And literally not taking no for an answer, putting in every dollar I had into Zicky dice when I, when I didn't have dollars to put, uh, it made it all worth it. And I just, it was just, joy and i was like okay let's go let's go and this is my world championship i'm the one getting this championship talked about i'm the one making the rounds i'm the one doing multiple podcasts week after week talking about my television run that's day 65 with the perfect record of o and o no title defenses and i and like i said i i can't wait to see what comes next because it, it it's it's only just begun. It's a shame that the pandemic happened when it did, but hey, everything happens for a reason. And if, if the title reign count doesn't stop, yeah, and be, that title with its history, bring being brought back now recently over the last year, I mean, it's bringing a lot of attention not only to the NWA but to that title in general. So that I mean, it's just I don't know that that's one of my favorite titles out of all the titles in wrestling. So uh, yeah, likewise, likewise. Now, uh, with this pandemic, you're talking about the Twitch channel and everything that's happening. What's next for Ziggy Dice? You think when, when the pandemic is over, from the besides uh, the Twitch? I, all I gotta say is this, real simple. There's, you're not gonna believe what's next, and I'm telling you that right now. If you can just, just go to Twitch, follow Ziggy Dice, get on Instagram, get on Twitter, follow Ziggy Dice, and if you don't, that's fine because you're going to hear about it and you're going to wish that you were, you were a part of it. And, uh, I, I, I've got some more heads to turn that that's what's next. And any last uh, thing to your fans or just a last message, anything you want to say? Absolutely. I usually, I mean, I kind of just hinted on it there, but if you want to follow this outlandish journey, I call life. I made it nice and simple. You can head to at Zicky dice on every piece of social media. I encourage you as I build this awesome Twitch show and stream to please uh, follow, subscribe to uh, twitch.tv slash Zicky Dice. I've got a lot of cool giveaways and opportunities coming up, uh, some celebrity appearances and some outlandish shows um, that you're going to want to see to believe. Um, but yeah, I'd like to say thank you for having me and please take care of one another. Please check up on your friends. Uh, shoot someone a call just to talk, FaceTime, laugh, get it all out there. So Awesome, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate you taking the time to, uh, to do this. It means a lot. Yeah, outlandish uh, outlandish always man i appreciate yeah, let me give me one of your best outlandish while we're here how about you do something for zicky dice give me a big nice outlandish <laughs> all right uh ladies and gentlemen thank you for having the outlandish zicky dice on the angle podcast we'll see you guys next time i appreciate you man stay thank safe you very much likewise Thanks, man. appreciate it and before you go remember that the angle is available on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, and spotify Rate us and leave a review, and we'll read it live on the air. See you on the next episode.